This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. And today I am with Alexandra Hepworth, Digital Content and PR Manager here at Site Visibility. Hello, Alexandra. Hello. So uh, you have recently been talking to the Etsy group about blogger outreach tips. Now, I'm interested in what was discussed there. Yeah, so um, basically uh, we chatted about the ways that people who have an Etsy shop can um, work with bloggers to uh, build brand awareness, uh, kind of increase traffic back to their site and also to build some great imagery for their site through bloggers that they can then use in any of their own marketing and also kind of push their social channels as well. Yeah. So just before we, we draw down into that, just tell us a little bit about the Etsy group. What, are, what do they do? So the Etsy group, Etsy is a, a, a really massive site. Um, mm. It's kind of a global site and it encourages um, people who have things that they create themselves. It's a yeah. great way that they can um, share their products and, and sell their products through, um, through an established site. Fantastic. So it's a range of things. It can be jewellery. You've got people who do art. You've got people who um, create website templates, all sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a really, really great shopping place for somewhere, something that is, you know, a bit different yeah. that you can't find on the high street. So blogging outreach, what can it be broken down into? What were the main sort of areas covered? Well, we talked about basically um, it was based on the kind of how you can create a strategy yeah. um, and, and exactly what it's useful for. So uh, particularly brand awareness, social and um, and then stuff that you can use for marketing yeah. as well. Um, we didn't really touch so much on the link equity side of things for mm. this because Etsy uh, is a really established site and has a very high link equity so it's not so much about that yeah. um in in this instance okay can we talk a bit about social um how does the the blogging and the social sort of fit fit together there so it depends you have to be um quite particular when you're negotiating terms with bloggers if you want them to um to be tweeting out sharing mm. on instagram but it's a great way if a a blogger has a social following of 10,000 on their twitter or on their instagram even just getting them to feature your jewellery or something in an outfit post um, mm. can be a fantastic boost mm. um, boost for your brand. So, okay. um, so that's why it's useful there. Now, I'm particularly interested in, in stories. We all love stories. Farrow and Ball were interesting, weren't they? Because they had a story where one of their images was picked up. Yeah. So um, basically, we worked with a blogger, um, Lou, at Little Green Shed, and, and we worked with her on an upcycling piece. So uh, we asked her to find some furniture that she already had in the home and we invited her to upcycle it using um, a range of Farrow and Ball paints and um, primers and all of that kind of thing. So um, basically she created um, a beautiful post, kind of how-to guide, exactly how you can get the look yourself. Mm. Um, she then um, shared this on her Instagram page and this was actually picked up by Design Sponge, which is a really huge kind of home interior site. It's mm. US based, um, but it's got millions of followers across its across its social channels. Mm. So um, they regrammed it. And I think in the first hour, it had something like 4,000 likes and lots wow. of comments from people saying, love this. What color is it? Where can I find this? Mm. So, I mean, fantastic exposure yeah which was kind of you know we were we were going out there just to get the blog post mm. um and and 
and get the brand exposed in that way. But this had a knock on effect and, and we were able to get a lot more coverage from that. So I think that just kind of gives you an example of the way that blogger outreach can. It's not just a blog post. You can mm. get so much more from it. Yeah, there's more of a side effect, wasn't it? Almost? Yeah, yeah, it was a knock on effect. Um, it wasn't something that we'd specified with the blogger. Um, but but yeah, it just happened organically, which is, you know, the best best yeah. marketing does. So that was really great. And presumably the picture was it was originally in with the blog post, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So um the great thing with um a lot of the bloggers that we work with here um is that they they are brilliant and they create fantastic imagery that can be used by by the company that can be used uh, with permission um yeah. and then used on the social channels as well so with other brands that we work with we work with fat face um on a lot of collections for them and they then regram and share um, the stories that bloggers create. So it's it's a great way of kind of adding a more personal element to marketing campaigns. Now, blogging strategies. What's the best approach to getting a, a, a great blogging strategy? Okay, so uh, first of all, you need to think about exactly what you want from the campaign, what you want to achieve. So uh, when you think about blogging, you immediately think about blog content. So that's definitely one of the best ways to to get brand awareness. Um, but there is also a case to be made, as I've shown with the, the Far and Ball collaboration, to make sure that you are also utilising the blogger's social channels and, and getting stuff out in that way. Um, so the kind of first thing to think about is exactly where and how you want your product to be displayed. So um, if you're thinking down the kind of more traditional blog content route, there are there are many different ways of doing this. For me, it's all about a story because mm -hmm. that's what people buy into. The blogger will buy into that and also their own readers. There's no point just sending a product and asking them to add it in. It, it doesn't look very natural and it's not something that the blog is going to want to share and it's not something that their readers are going to want to read. So um, when I'm formulating a strategy, I always think about how best you can create a story. So one of the best ways is new releases. If you've got a new collection mm. or um, if you're an Etsy shop and you have a new range of jewellery out for the summer, um, that's a great hook. Um, especially if it can be an exclusive, maybe before it launches on site, if you can share it with bloggers, then get them covering it. Um, that's a great way of doing things. Uh, another good option is to host a, an event with bloggers. Yeah. So um, for Etsy in particular, uh, we recommended hosting studio tours and um, giving bloggers a kind of insight into the creative process. Mm. Um, it's also worth teaming up with a local restaurant or bar or gallery or something like that, working with them, seeing if they can provide something and get coverage for their own business. And then you have a great place to host your event as well. Mm -hmm. um, seasonality is really, really important and it's a really easy way of getting coverage for your products. So um, Christmas, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, it's inevitable that bloggers are going to be hosting gift guides yes. um, around that. So that's a really simple way of getting coverage for your brand around those times. Uh, giveaways as well can be a really good idea. Mm. Um, How-to guides around the kind of making processes or if you're selling um, a range of fashion, you can um, get bloggers to create lookbooks um, catering to specific times of the year. So if it's summer, so summer holidays. So for example, if you've got a, if 
it's festival season that can be another great um in for for yeah. bloggers to create a story um and then if you're looking more on the social side of things um you can in the first instance just get your sample placed in an image on instagram or they can share about your brand and tweet out about it or you can um, look into doing instagram takeovers um where you actually invite a a blogger who has a really high social following on instagram to um take over your channel for a couple of days or a week um and then they will also be tweeting out or instagramming out on their own um, profile as well so that can be great exposure uh pinterest boards as well you can ask bloggers to create pinterest boards some bloggers have thousands of yeah. pinterest followers i don't know yeah. how they get them i want them but um that's a really really awesome way of of, of getting coverage as well mm. um it's just thinking about the kind of most organic and natural ways that you can get your products placed yeah pinteresting is interesting isn't it because that's that's a rhyme as well isn't it i'm opposing <laughs> no. um is it still gaining ground, would you say, or is it plateaued out? Or what's your? Fi- I know it's a, no one really knows. What's your feeling? I mean, from my point of view, I, I certainly think it's a really relevant um, channel to be engaging with. Mm. Um, there are millions of users on there every day. Mm. Um, I mean, from my point of view, I have a blog, and I will pin images from my blog, and then they will get uh, repinned and liked and, and shared in that way, and I get quite a lot of traffic back from pinterest specifically so um so i certainly think it's a channel worth looking into and investing into if it's the right kind of look for you so obviously kind of women's fashion Mm. food um home interiors those are the kinds of niches that are particularly well suited to pinterest if you're selling no car insurance it's probably not probably slightly more tricky for you yeah (laughs) picture of a pair of car keys or something exactly yeah Okay, so moving on to the selection of bloggers. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of bloggers out there. How do you sort of hone it down and decide which, which ones you want to... Hi, this is Kara Swisher, and I want to talk to you about my new podcast for the New York Times called Sway. If you want to know what people who hold power in our world are really all about, you need to hear how they answer the tough questions. And that is my specialty. And although it might get messy, as it always does, it's also going to be really fun. You can get Sway wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are available Mondays and Thursdays. Sort of work with. Yeah, so I think the first thing and the most important thing is to look at relevancy. Mm. So um, there's no point um, getting coverage of your cleaning product on a fashion blog, for example. Yes. Like I was saying earlier, it's not going to be of an interest to the blogger and it's certainly not going to be of interest to their readership. So there's no point doing that. So first and foremost, um, have a look and see the kinds of bloggers that are already writing about stuff that is akin to what you're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, quality is another really important thing. So certainly look at how much imagery they have on their site Um the kind of level of copy that they have for each blog post, have a look at how many comments they're getting on each of them, um, and then have a look at the social side of things and see um, what kind of engagement they're getting for an average blog post. That's really important. 
Um, you can also um, install um, the Moz Authority ranking. It's a toolbar, the Moz yeah. toolbar. I definitely recommend to anybody who's thinking about doing this to have a look through Moz because it's got a wealth of information mm. on blogger outreach and, and, and how you can go about doing it. But um, basically, it's um, it's uh, a toolbar that you can add into your browser, mm. and um, it gives you an idea of the domain authority and page authority of a site. Yeah. Um, so this is something that we look at. It's it's just a, gives you a good idea of the kind of the deemed quality of a site more technically. Right. Um. So so it's it's based on a kind of scale of one to a hundred. Okay. So if you're the Guardian, you probably have a a, a domain authority of 90 um but if you're a, a brand new site your da will be one <laughs> so you literally just go to the site with this toolbar up and it yeah. gives you an idea yeah. of exactly so okay. that that can be helpful too yeah. but i think the most important thing to remember is the the overall quality and relevancy of a site for mm. you okay so that's selection what about actually sort of going on to find them and sort of contacting them and working with them so um First of all, very easy, Google search. Um, yeah. It's great. You can um, search lifestyle bloggers in the UK yes. and you'll get a million lists, um, which can be really, really helpful. And then you can go through and actually work out and analyze whether you want to work with those bloggers. Mm. Um, another great option is to go onto Twitter and, and monitor some of the hashtags um, around the different niches. So um, if you are a fashion brand, you can look at the F blogger hashtag. Um, there's a lot bloggers are always posting out about their own stuff using that hashtag um and they're also often saying oh i'm doing this does anybody have anything that mm. could be of interest to this um if you're selling something that's to do with beauty you can look at the b bloggers hashtag also journal requests is a really really good hashtag to be monitoring on a daily basis um because you'll not only get bloggers, but you'll also get um, press mm. who will be asking for either quotes or samples, um, anything like that. So that can be a great way to get exposure. Um, also, we use here a media database called Cision. Mm. It's quite expensive, so I wouldn't recommend going out and buying it yeah. if you're just a one-man band. But um, they do also have um, really up-to-date lists of their kind of top 20, top 50 bloggers in specific niches. Mm. So it's definitely worth having a look at them. Also, um, if you go down the local route, particularly this was valid for the Etsy group, there are a lot of bloggers in Brighton. Yeah. So um, it's really worth having a look at the blogging groups, um, having a look on Facebook and seeing if you can find any groups on there. Because if you're you're a local company, there's a great connection there that you can really utilise. Um, also worth having a look for bloggers who are actually already talking about you. Because um, you might not realise, but they might already be doing that. Yeah. So you can very easily set up a Google alert for your brand name. Uh, get emails through to you um, where people are mentioning your brand and then you can connect with them and um, and and try and kind of grow that relationship further. Yes, it makes sense, doesn't it, to sort of uh, encourage a moving thing to keep moving in the same direction. Absolutely. Just, you know, yeah. Find absolutely new people. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. If, if there's a connection there already, it's definitely worth utilising. Yeah. So next, but I think probably because I'm very shy, what the hard bit might be actually approaching bloggers and saying, will you blog for us? What's, how do you do that? I think you have to have quite a thick skin sometimes. Yeah, because um, you must get rejection. Yeah, you definitely get rejection and you also get people who just ignore you point blank. Yeah. Um, so um, 
it, it can be difficult but if you've if you're passionate about what you're trying to sell um if you've got a story then there's no reason why bloggers wouldn't want to work with you mm. um so the first thing to do is is decide what your incentive is going to be mm. so um so that can very easily be a product or a discount code or something like that which will try and kind of encourage the bloggers to work with you um it's always worth connecting with them on social media first yeah. so that they're kind of aware of your name um i think um what can happen is bloggers can receive approaches on a daily basis hundreds a day where um it's obviously just a, a copy and paste template and mm. and that's not personal and they know that yeah um and and they're not going to really want to work with you so it's important to try and establish a kind of relationship um through social first and then you will actually go out and send the approach email um so most bloggers will have a a, a pr page on their site um which will just explain to you how they want to be approached mm. so if they have a specific way that they want you to um, title your email to them they have a specific email that they want you to use mm. some bloggers will say that they don't want to be approached at all yeah. so obviously be aware of that and don't <laughs> mm. um, but then you need to um, actually formulate your email so um, for me it's kind of a checklist um, first and foremost make it as personal as possible yeah. so use their name as much as you can mm. um link the, back the correct to the name. site the correct name yeah. absolutely um making sure that if they've got something going on on their site at the moment if, maybe if they've just had a baby or something you're mentioning that in mm. your opening line so they can actually see that you've you've invested time um in in learning about them um in my um, subject header, I always try and include the name of the blog and the blogger's name, uh, first and foremost, so they can see it's a personalized email. I also um, try and include the the brand that I'm working for um, and explain exactly what I want from them in the subject line. So generally, it will be something along the lines of collaboration request from Etsy shop mm -hmm. to Laura at really awesome blog that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that immediately lets the blogger know what it is. It kind of entices them to read more. Um, and then, and then hopefully you've got, you've got them hooked and they want sure. to hear about your story. So I try and keep it as concise as possible. Um, immediately kind of explaining, you know, what you're doing. So for example, if you're, um, if you're a jewelry shop and you have a new range out for the festival season, explain that in the mm -hmm. first couple of lines. Um, and then, ask them you know would you like to work with me on this it'd be great if you could discuss new festival trends mm. maybe create a lookbook which includes some of the pieces from our range we would love to kit you out in a couple of exclusive samples um you can have a view of the whole range here with a link to the url or even um screenshot some of the images uh, some of the samples and, mm. and add them actually into the email so they can see exactly what you're offering them mm. um and and then that's that's pretty much it I, I tend to have a pretty good pretty good response rate and then it's about making sure that you follow through um, if you promise anything that you you definitely deliver on it um, so if you say you're going to send them something send them it don't yeah don't not <laughs> yeah. um, and also make sure that you uh, agree exactly what you're expecting so if it's a blog post make sure that you work out when the uh, blogger will be getting it live um a lot of bloggers have um 
calendars, very, very busy calendars. Sure. So um, I wouldn't go with the approach of, oh, can you get it up in the next week? Mm. Um, I'd give them I'd give them at least three weeks probably um, to, to create something because then they're going to be able to create something that's a lot higher quality. And, and then if you want them to um, focus on the social side as well, make sure they have your Twitter handle, um, all of the things that they would need, any hashtags that you're using around the campaign so that they've got it all in one place and, and they can just get on with it. Fantastic. Well, Alexander, thank you so much for your insights. You're welcome. Um, and thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com forward slash IM podcast. Don't know why I say forward slash. You can only get forward slashes on URLs, can't you? <laughs> um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to find us there too. And two ways of contacting us. The email is at podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk or you can leave us a message or a question on plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. Please do leave some audio there. I got an email the other day with nothing on it, which was exciting. And so it's goodbye from me, Andy. It's goodbye from Alexander. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Internet Marketing.